This week on the Glass Cannon Podcast, the heroes emerge from the Vault of Thorns. Can we go to the boat? <laughs> <laughs> I never thought I'd want to be back on that boat. I know. Back on that death trap. <laughs> and Della meets the world. Della is just fascinated by this world. Like, even as dim and murky and scary as Ghosts Like Marshes, it's just so different. But danger still lurks in the depths of Ghost Like Marsh. We're all for initiative. All right. Let's get our groove back, huh? Danger like no one has seen before. Oh my god, it's so heartbreaking. The adventure continues. Now. Welcome to another episode of the Glass Cannon Podcast. This is your dwarf, Grant Berger, a.k.a. Baron Redheart, and I am thrilled to be with you for another week. Wow, what another double cross that's really rocked the Glass Cannon crew. A wigga, a hag, the whole time. We've been double-crossed and tricked so much throughout this entire adventure. It's really difficult to tell who's who at any given time. Whether it's someone like Screed who can change his appearance at will, or the crew of the Chelish Devil. Heck, we even thought we had Malira beaten, and she came back and double-crossed us for a second time. Even Ingahild, our new dwarven companion, almost killed Lork the first time she met him under the effects of a curse. I hope things become a little less devious for the True Now 4 as we go further into this adventure, but I can tell you one thing. Baron is done giving the benefit of the doubt to the bad guys. You fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, well, it's not going to happen because I'm going to shoot you in the head. Anyway, guys, I want to give a quick shout out to Kevin O'Dell, who was kind enough to let Skid and I sit in on the final game he had for his students. It was a game of Rise of the Rune Lords. We showed up at the last minute and saved the day, but I can tell you that it was our honor and pleasure to do so because we had a ton of fun playing with these kids and, and seeing Kevin passing the torch to the next generation of Pathfinders. Kevin, we hope we can do it again next year. Anyway, without further ado, here's episode 56, Elementally, Mud Deer Watson. Should I have not have ended last episode the way I did? Oh, man. <laughs> Was that oh, cool? That's not even funny. I just thought you guys enjoyed the combat so much <laughs> that I wanted it to really end on a... Really satisfying note. Yes. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. That was one of those combats that, like, is so frustrating that it's hard not to hate everything about it. Because you feel uh, helpless. Uh, yeah, invisible creatures, the... It's just brutal. Well, and that's the and thing. spellcasters. The thing, too. Who can also fight in melee. When you have a fight that that rough, that lasts that long, and it's you feel so ineffectual for most of it, and then at the end, the person you're fighting vanishes. They escape. Gets away. And then it's like, oh, well, at least we have the treasure. And it's like, oh, there's no treasure. Yeah. <laughs> Who, who's the, the Greek guy that pushes the rock up? Sisyphus. Sisyphus. <laughs> it's, a, it's a Sisyphus thing. This is a Sisyphian. Sisyphian. Uh, in my defense, I'd like to blame Joe for a little bit of what happened. Excuse me. 
Oh, what, what what did he do? Well, I there was a point, I don't know if you guys remember it as much as I do, but where I rolled two uh, fumbles basically in a row. Yeah, I do. I do remember that yeah, distinctly. So what you what for the listeners at home, what they couldn't see is that Joe idly started reaching over to my dice and rolling all natural ones, natural fives, <laughs> and he cursed my dice oh, with his Jonas. It all adds up. <laughs> I, I actually did. I forgot that. Yeah. I wanted to see if uh, it was real. It turns out it's real. Turns out it's real. Still real. Cursed by Jonas. Well, but that uh, was a big part of why that was so frustrating was because of the timing and nature of some of the fumbles that we had. Yeah, Lork fumbled too. Lork yeah. uh, yep. minus two for a few rounds and uh, on ranged. Yeah, I really I blamed you guys more than anything for poor rolling. <laughs> I mean, I've never seen Matthew angry, and his face was just like yeah, smoke coming out of his I re- ears. I've, I've really never seen him like an like ice that. cold glare. I'm like so angry yeah. at those dice yeah. <laughs> and you, Joe. <laughs> uh, and uh, you know what? I'll buy you new dice, and, and I won't know, touch them. I promise. And you know, no matter how much we play this game, you pretty much live or die. You always kill the bad guy. Right. But in this case, she got away. Yeah. She's the one that got away. Um, But at least you found a hoard of treasure that you came (laughs) to this vault for. (laughs) So so I do want to do two things to that chest, if I can. Okay. Besides ogle it. I'm Um, nervous. Besides light it on fire. I want to look at it and see why it's swollen. If there's any type of check I can do for that, because you kept on calling it swollen. Right. And I want to just inspect it in general to see if there's any weird secret. What's the deception? Yeah. What? Why? 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 Deceptive chest. I want to. And and if I don't find anything on my perception check, I want to like try to pick it up and move it. Uh, Okay. Uh, Roll a perception. Fuck. Seventeen. Yeah, you can't really, uh, you don't really see anything. Baron, come on. Della's you gonna, guys are welcome to perceive as well. <laughs> Della's going to take her I thought scimitar. you were going to ask me if there was an interesting stone working in the chest. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't asked that in a while. Yeah. I forgot. Della, yeah, what do you think? We're in a, I just want to verify that it's empty and not that there's not like invisible items. Is there a false bottom? Is there a false bottom? You can roll a perception check. All right. All right. Perception for the false bottom. You only get one. Natty one. Here we go, Lark. Let's Jesus. start this episode Lark is off back right. in town. Natty nineteen. Oh, twenty four. Yeah, no, twenty six. Galabo, uh, thirteen. So Baron, walks. I'm aiding her. Ba- okay, Baron walks up, looking around. He doesn't see anything. Lork walks up. Trips, trips. The trips falls. <laughs> <laughs> Lands on a uh, Barry Connick Jr. Stop landing on me. And Della is like, wait a minute. Let me take a look at that. False bottom. What? No. Really? Are you really? shitting me? Really? Sure enough, there's Get a the false fucking bottom. bottom. Yes. Oh. Give me a bottle cap. Wait, would I? Would it? Would it have shown itself if I had tried to move it? Uh, no, it was unmovable. It's, okay. it's, it's okay. right into the rock. Okay. Uh, I'd like to make a motion. Wait, for a so it cap. is a uh, stone. You get a bottle cap. Yeah. <laughs> Why did you get a bottle? I was wondering to the check. I was the one who said false bottom. Um, I was joking. Shared, I shared bottle cap. Really, uh, I, I, I false bottle. I can't find one. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you get a bottle cap. So wait. See, he doesn't even come you, with bottle caps because he knows <laughs> he's not going to give them out. We're all drinking out of cans. You said too. <laughs> you said the false bottom was in a stone bottom, didn't you? I think I get stone sense. Ooh, oh, no, you got nothing. <laughs> um, shit. Sure enough, there is a false bottom in the chest. What do you do? Hey, false bottom. Lift Open the it. false bottom? Yeah, lift the false bottom. A ladder descending. Oh, no! 
Down into the 50-foot high mound. Holy oh. shit. Now, oh God, do we right, need to can, rest? Do we need to rest? Can, can we rest? Uh, yeah, yeah, you, you can absolutely rest. It's the same thing where even this room has been corrupted by blight, you know, you, it's you just stay the same awake. rules. Yeah, you, you don't really sleep. You don't. I mean, let's just say for the sake of argument that we go down the stairs and all it is is a giant hoard of treasure. Like, our characters couldn't possibly, like, go down there without resting. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you could easily think there'd be Especially something guarding at, at, at that level, too. The door is kicked open. Iwiga escaped. We should, like... We would we it would be logical for us to you know let's like let's we gather should close ourselves. the door yeah close yeah. the door bar, bar the door close the chest too close yeah. the chest replace the false bottom close the chest yeah we never mm-hmm. saw it then stay awake and uh, knit for eight hours <laughs> okay uh, <laughs> tell ghost stories if um, you could prepare lesser you know, restoration yeah for my will, strength ah uh, yes because Della has level. minus two I'm to definitely strength. I'm definitely still gonna be down I'm fine I I have thirty seven hit points but you know. I'll cure like seven with the rest. So well, why don't I, do you want me to hit you with the one? No, let's just, sa- let's save it. Let's save it. Okay. I want to save it. I still it got one. plenty of charges in that one. It's fine. It's fine. I, I'm only going to be like six down of max. You know what I mean? Like, let, let's save the wand. That could make all the difference, Joe. Yeah, well, I, I'm ferocious and rage filled. While you're, while he's not looking. <laughs> I <won't listen. laughs> Non-consensual uh, wand. <laughs> five, five points. All right. Thanks. Could you non-consensually thanks, wand me too? Uh, hey there. I, yeah, I'll take it too because we oh, almost man, all died. Are racist. you kidding me? Uh, we can buy another one. We we found a thousand dollars worth of perfumed flowers. <laughs> we can buy another fucking wand. Uh, ten points to <laughs> Della. I'm a max now. Thank you. And ten points to perfect. Bear. Thank you. Okay, and then we rest. Okay, resting's what you do when you lose. Rest, rest your weary heads. Okay, time to go down that ladder. Oh, and I was going to say for Galabras, like his meditations are invaded uh, ever since it happened by visions of Gormley's broken body. Every time uh, he tries to think of anything else, like that's all that that's all that comes up. I can see that happening as the voice of the narrator from Baldur's Gate. You rest your weary head at the end of a day, but your rest is interrupted by visions of by visions of Sarah. Uh, um, okay. What do you guys want to do? Just leave the vault? Um, so, so, so we were good here <laughs> in this room, late. resting, uh, staying awake though. Uh, and nothing came in, nothing bothered us. And we and we passed eight hours. You're yeah. saying? Yep. Okay. Meditations are done. Remove the false bottom and. Yeah. Uh, Lork will go first. I love Lork false bottom. How do you descend with a bear cub? <laughs> you don't. You make the bear upstairs. <laughs> Yeah, uh, all right, I'll tell him to stay. I'll tell him to stay at the top of the uh, thing, mound, and Lork will descend the stairs. It is a warped wooden ladder, actually. Uh, oh, Going right. straight down, and it goes down into a 10-foot square oh. chamber. And before I do that, I restore... Oh, so it's really small. I restore uh, Dalla. Dalla? Uh, two points. Oh, that's what I lost. Great. Yeah. Thank you. Della has her strength back. How Della got her strength back. <laughs> uh, yep. Warped wooden ladder into a 10-foot square room. Uh, so not even all of you can fit down there. Um, I, I suggest that Gal- Galabras go down, too, with his knowledge of... 
I'll go down. So I love this idea of Galabras and Lork just in there. Yeah, yeah. In this treasure room while the other guys like yeah. looking down. What's Keep going? an eye out. What's in there? Yeah. Uh, although several of the items in the room have rotted or decayed, it is loaded with magical items. Yeah! <laughs> Galabras senses oh. great magic. Oh, finally. Uh... Lay it on us. I will tell you, <laughs> let's start with the money that you find. <laughs> start with the cash. You find three platinum pieces. Yeah. 178 gold pieces. Ooh. Okay. 605 silver pieces. Mm. And 2,125 copper pieces. Yay. <laughs> yeah, that's not much. There is a... I'm not going to complain. Ironwood crown with a stylized Ooh. thorn motif. Oh, that is cool. Ooh. Worth 250 gold pieces. Ooh. A ceremonial gem-encrusted cudgel worth 150 gold pieces. Mm. What's a cudgel? Is that like a hammer it's or a, a club? club? Yeah. Club? There are two wands. Mm. There are three scrolls. Mm. There is uh, ten arrows, ten magical arrows, another magical arrow, a magical, like a, like Let me a, guess they're different. A different. Yeah, they're different. So, like, there's, there's a group of 10 magical arrows that have some one magic. Then uh-huh. there's one single arrow that has its own magic. There is a magical scimitar. You gotta be shitting me. There is a magical greatsword. And there is a magical ironwood bless, breastplate. Oh, cool. That's really cool. That is very cool. So you guys like handing it up the ladder? Yeah, we're passing it up. Oh, I love this image. Uh, I'll let you do the wands together. I'll let you do the scrolls as one thing. Uh, I'll let you do the arrows. Lork's like, Galabras doesn't have any value. Uh, what do we uh, find down here? I can. Oh, crafts, you you don't have spellcraft. I don't have spellcraft. Can you? Uh, I have spellcraft. Is this worth bit of lucking him? I mean, I have the same spellcraft that Gormley did. So, yeah. right. If you if you want a bit of luck, me, uh, I don't think it's worth it. Can he, uh, can he? We could just use a wand, right? Oh, I don't know. If no, you, you have know. to know what it is. Yeah, you do. I guess. All Start right. with the wands. Uh, fourteen. Uh, that's fine. Uh, there is a wand of flaming sphere with Ooh. nine charges. Uh, okay. And a wand of greater magic fang. With twelve charges, I don't know it. what Magic Fang is. Ma- magic Fang like lets you add a natural attack during your attack action, your oh, melee cool. attack oh, action. Yeah, it's a druidic spell, so just none of you can that. cast it. But uh, you can with use magical if, device. If you I can use invest enough and use magic device, it is yeah, possible. Yeah, so so like uh, Della, for example, could cast it on herself, and then I think you you can make a, a melee attack and then like a bite attack. So badass. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, let's talk about the scrolls. Uh, 15. Okay, well, you're really I'm, killing it over there. Yeah. <laughs> I changed dice instantly. Uh, These are the ones jokers. Is a scroll... <laughs> Stop blaming. Now I'm getting blamed for your bad rolls. A scroll of bark skin. Ooh. A scroll of call lightning. Mm. And a scroll of summon nature's ally four. What? Oh, wow. Shit. You can summon like a dinosaur. With yeah, that. like a ter- triceratops. But again, that's a. I think that's a druidic spell. Sell They're all shit. druid spells. Yeah. It's very cool. They're all druid spells. All right, the weapons? Uh, yes. I'll just tell you, the uh, there are ten 
plus one orc bane arrows. Oh, man! Don't fall on them. Don't ten, fall on them. <laughs> I know, right? Ten plus one orc bane arrows. Noob Corner. Amazing. Noob Corner, what is that? Noob, noob they, alert. They do extra damage against orcs. Mm. Yeah. yeah, plus plus two d six damage oh. against orcs. Yep. Yeah, so it's bane, orc bane. Anything and bane, plus one. anything bane means it's it does extra damage against Damn them. Damn you, McBane. Yep. And the other one is a single orc slaying arrow. <laughs> oh. Which I yeah. believe, if it hits, it gets a fortitude save. I think, and then it dies. Right. It yeah, fails the fortitude I don't know save. the mechanics. It's complicated. It's, some, and it's even, something. Even along if those it lines. makes the save, it still suffers like crazy 50, damage, fifty points right. of damage or something. Uh, oh, what yeah, about the this scimitar? Is the, yeah. the scimitar. Uh, Let me roll. You don't even worry about rolling on it because you have seen a scimitar similar to this because you've been calling the magic of the same exact thing. It is a plus one flaming scimitar. Oh, oh my nice. god! And that is straight from the book. That is wow. not me. Get out Holy of shit! Me. It is not a me. Flaming just scimitar. A plus one flaming scimitar. So you can I turn could, yours into like a plus two flaming ice scimitar. It could like do flame burst. It could do all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Or just a plus three flaming scimitar, and that'd be fucking great too. It is a, and the breastplate is a plus one ironwood breastplate. So obviously the plus one is cool. going to help. I don't know who can wear that. I don't know who has the uh, armor. I think I can. Um, I but mean, e- either of us can. But ironwood. Collaborous. I don't even know. Ironwood probably grants you some benefits as well, the fact that it's ironwood. No, it doesn't. It, the, no? All ironwood does is it allows a druid to wear it because druids can't wear metal. They can't wear metal. Oh, interesting. But it has the same bonuses, but it allows druids to wear it. Well, but, shit, the next time one of you die. But it's still better than my breastplate. The next time one of you guys one. die, you got to come back as a druid. What about, what about <laughs> the greatsword? Well, you guys are handing all this stuff up. Uh, you know, Galabras and Lork, like uh, assembly line, handing it up there. And the last thing uh, Lork grabs is the yeah, great I sword. Know what the and as you're handing is. it up, you notice on the hilt the sigil of Gorum etched oh, right cool. into the hilt. Wow. Oh. And it is, uh, as far as Galabras can tell, the most magical item in the room. Oh, shit. Holy shit. Can you do a spellcraft on that? Uh, can I? I'll do it. I'll say a prayer to Gorum. And I will give you a bit of luck for this. <laughs> Ignore that roll. <laughs> bit of luck. 18. You don't know. Oh, no. So what's the what's the rule with this? Like, tomorrow I could, like, sure, I could try yeah, again. I think it's every 24 hours you can keep trying it, I think. Yeah. So I guess we'll have to wait. So 18 tomorrow. doesn't matter. No. Does it, uh, it, se- it seems very powerful, though. Yeah, you are detecting moderate transmutation magic from it. Oh, weird! Wow, and it, it, it has Gorum on it. It wow. has Gorum on it. All right, so Lork is definitely going to take that Just, then. <laughs> yeah. Would you guys and mind I will, if um, I took the scimitar? <laughs> no, you could take the scimitar. <laughs> uh, I assume nobody wants a falchion. Um, no, Screed's falchion, huh? Yeah, I'm thinking about laying it to rest here. So uh, should, is it worth chapter. anything? You should give it to Greg if you wanted to keep it. Yeah, that's that's a good idea. I yeah. can carry it, no problem. You can? Yeah. Okay. And Gormley had Gormley had the, uh, just, the like, I, heavy load. I have a flail and a longbow and a dagger, and I feel like it's silly carrying all these weapons. So, But I definitely want to, like, I want to explore what this weapon of Gorum is. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, Lork just sort of started going in for this religion stuff after Jason died, and so he's not that... He's kind of new to it, but he sees this symbol and he's like, he wants to explore it, see what it has to offer. Mm-hmm. 
Aren't you glad he didn't fight over the belt of incredible dexterity? <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, yeah, what do I... Oh. That's awesome. <laughs> hey, guys, by the way, I have a dex character now, so if that belt of incredible dexterity is up for grabs... <laughs> no. Want to reopen that one? Um, you guys, somebody should take a level in Druid. The, you're yeah. telling me that plus one flaming centaur wasn't enough for you? Okay, just, just curious. Well, Grant, I can add my de- dex bonus to my damage. So. Oh, wow. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, you guys empty, empty out the treasure chest. Did you, when we ended last episode uh, over the week, did you think, there's no way there's no treasure in there? Or were you like, there's definitely, we got fucked. We got yeah, no, I thought that it was a complete deception, but I was trying to wrap my head around why or like what, what was the purpose, you know? And I was like, we have to find maybe a secret door somewhere else. I thought that the druids put the deception up there for you to find something else somewhere else in the room. Right, right, right. I thought there was a bigger plot at foot. I thought a wig snuck in while like she moved to the other side of the room and like took everything. Yeah. Oh yeah, I didn't even think that you. I would thought think I, maybe I a thought she maybe spirited away with all oh, whatever it was. Fucking crazy! <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, you got some uh, insane. Got some shit. So these guys, uh, it, it seems like the treasure is in line with the fact that they fucking don't like orcs. These druids, right? Right. They just hate them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, now you have a, uh, considerable, uh, cache. My God, I'm just looking it up and it looks like. To go to Red Lake Fort. It looks like an orc slaying arrow alone could be worth 2,000 gold pieces. Just one single arrow. <laughs> yeah. Don't think you'll be selling that one. It may come in handy in a oh fort my. of orcs and giants. Oh my God. <laughs> I can tell you, I will not be shooting it without a bit of luck. Yeah, no, uh, <laughs> totally. That's like an assassination. Like, those are assassinations. Like, that one Exactly, is- right? Imagine you crit with that. Yep. Uh, oh, man. Okay, wow. so you, uh, as far as you can tell, you have made it through the Vault of Thorns. Two wow. members of your party have passed. The Vault of Thorns did, uh, as you took from the Vault of Thorns, it took from the party. Um... But you have, as far as you know, rid it of the evil that lied within. And this false druid, Iwiga, whatever her... Could I roll... I, I want to roll to see if she actually... I don't think she's a druid. Because especially that she changed her appearance. And mm-hmm. what with you saying with being weird about the Cure Light Wounds. Could I roll a, some sort of knowledge check to see if... Like Knowledge Arcana to see what kind of spellcaster she was? Sure. Little, uh... Or what she, you know, what she was. Right, right. Uh, 25. 25? Nope. 23. <laughs> I read the wrong knowledge. Um, she was, in fact, a, a druidic hag. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, she was like a, a hag with... Two uh, great tastes that taste great together. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, female green hag druid. She's tough. That's written as a CR7 encounter, but the fact that the Bramble Bright and the uh, animated Bramble left you guys staggering, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. that, turn, that turns it up to a CR9 encounter. Have we ever talked about CR? I can't mm, remember. I don't think, no, I, I don't think can't, so. I can't imagine that we, we should, did. We should mention it. Yeah. It's good. Uh, hey, cue the music. CR. 
creature rating? <laughs> yeah, it's challenge rating. Challenge. Yeah, challenge rating. It's just it's just a number that's supposed to reflect how difficult an encounter is, and it's supposed to basically coincide or uh, uh, match the relative level of the adventurers running into it. So a CR seven encounter, you you know, basically ordinary size group should be about level seven. Right, like to, you, you, to you, you factor in the APL, which is the average party level, which for you guys is five. So if you fight a CR five, a CR five encounter or a CR five creature, that's something you should be able to handle. It's of equal strength. Average. So CR six is even it's is difficult. hard, and then CR seven is uh, extremely difficult. And this was yeah. basically CR nine, and I think it was a CR nine, which like over four which is, is epic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but you survived. No one else died, um, and now you are. Flush with items, sitting in this, uh, standing in this room covered in blight. There is no, <laughs> there is no exit at the bottom. No, it was there are just no other uh, means of ingress or egress out of the back of this room. Correct? None that those you double doors. Um, I want to do a quick perception to see if there are any secret doors. Uh, that's what I'm looking for, particularly. Sure. And if not, I want to do survival checks to try to find any hag-like footprints as we leave and go back out of here. Right. Okay, so here's my perception check to see any secret doors. 26. You don't see anything. Yeah, it's it's all just woods and shit. And I'm, I'll wait for everyone else to get ready before we leave, but I just want to do a general... Uh, survival check to look for uh, tracks or anything. So like outside the door? Back yeah, in the hallway. And, then, and just in there. Yeah, um, so anything that looks like what her feet looked like last time I saw her. Sure. She was barefoot. Only a 12. Yeah, I mean, she's... It's, you'll never see her again. That's what you think. She's gone. Oh, man. Uh, okay. We should, probably, we should probably just... Start. Yeah, we should probably make our way back to the bodies of our allies. Yeah. And, so Pick you guys them up and get out of here. Leave this awful room. Go mm-hmm. back into the corridor. Head up the sloped corridor. Turn around. Go up the stairs. Come out of that hollow tree into the room where you fought the uh, flowers that uh, shot pollen at you and right. tried to devour you. Um, then from there you go. Uh, you uh, go through double doors. You're back in a hollow tree that takes you out into the greenhouse area. You see the bridge is still dripping water, so it's like. Rain still coming down from the ceiling. Bright, bright light from way up above. You walk through there. You see the body of the Tendriculus to your right. Um, uh, one of the dead bodies of the first lurker that you killed. The other one, you don't know where it is. There's still creatures everywhere. Monkeys, uh, lizards, birds all over the place. Um, you make your way through the greenhouse and you enter that other corridor that slopes up. And then, sure enough, you get to the room where Gormley and Benverine died. Um, knowing the dangers of the lily pads, but not fearing the danger of a dragonfly, you take your time. You put the rope down, and you guys go to the bottom of the compost bin, come across, get back up um, through some careful climb checks. And then you are back in the council chamber. And for the first time in... Uh, couple days, I guess, because you've probably rested twice at this point, uh, you see the bodies of your fallen comrades in an empty council chamber. And they're in general repose still. They are in general repose in that room that is magically sealed. Uh, Della's going to walk over to Gormley's body. 
Okay. And just stare at it. And just, she's going to like kind of tilt her head to the side. And then she's going to look back to everyone and say, who is this? (laughs) (laughs) That was our friend, Gormley. She was, uh, she was a skilled wielder of magic and a good fighter and, and a good friend. Aye, she was very brave. She fought well. And Della looks at her a little more and then wiggles her hands around and casts Disguise Self and changes into, and changes into Gormley physically. Ooh. That's weird. I like, and, like it. like... <laughs> Moves her hands around, like and to see, exa- like to see what it was like to be her, and then and then and then undoes it and and, and returns back to being Della. Mm. She, she, she everyone seems like yeah, Lord is very uncomfortable. <laughs> I say, please I, don't do that again, teenagers, <laughs> <laughs> teens. I I ask her, can you do that to anyone or just the dead? Uh, I behind the curtain, fetchlings. Uh, have they can cast disguise self once per day? Oh, so that would, uh, I, I say, so you use like, it for the day on that? <laughs> <laughs> is it like alter self? Uh, it's disguise self. It's not as powerful. I, yeah. I look at her and I say, "No, ma'am, I don't like it." <laughs> I'm, no, I'm I'm sorry. I I, I just wanted to understand. <laughs> Lord goes. Can you look like Ben Vereen? <laughs> <laughs> Let me check the rules. <laughs> I think that's alter self, actually. Um, I do yeah, actually, no, I can't. Uh, before we move on and, and grieve properly, I, I do want to search the room because we never were able to do that without her here. I just want to see her, like her throne that she was sitting on, like everything else. Yeah. That, that and the seed room, right? Well, or, we searched the seed room. Well, we did room. that thoroughly. Right. Yeah, um, you look around and it is completely empty, but those pictures on the wall that I mentioned, those 21 pictures, or 22 if you count the one of me with my thumbs up, (laughs) uh, if you wanted to take those uh, out of the council, they're worth money. It's just up to you if you'd want to do that. Yeah, let's take them. Well, we should take them, man. Jeez. I don't think we should sell them. I mean, I I like the idea of bringing them to Silverman. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to bring them back to Silverman. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, I want to know, um, I, and I turn to my spiritual counselor, Galabras, and I say, this, uh, this vault of thorns has opened up a, a tear in dimensions and anything can seep in. Can we close this place? Are we sure it'll be safe for the people around Ghost Lap Marsh if we just leave it like it is? It could become more corrupt than ever after we leave. Yes, but there is, there, no one lives here now. That nothing can get out. We needed a key to get in ourselves. All right. I nothing's just, nothing's escaped. I just get a feared about what could happen if even more. Well, once we leave, this place will be sealed. Okay. Without the without the lantern. When so, you say leave, where are you going? We are going to a place outside this place, Red Lake for, 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 Fort. Fort. <laughs> Red Lake Fort. Aye, we head north to a fort to fight the orcs and the giants. And we could use your blade if you'd, if you'd like to travel with us a little longer. Well, you're all very interesting, and I've never met anyone else quite like you before, but I... Well, maybe I'll, I have to see if I can find my father when we return. But I'd be happy to accompany you and search for him that way. If you help us with our 
request, we would be more than happy to do what we could to help you find your father as well. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Lork would like to take, uh, uh, he'd like to ask Galabras if he would carry the body of Ben Vereen and he'd like, and he'll carry the body of Gormley out of the vault. Yeah. Uh, and he's fine with, uh, burying Ben Vereen in the swamp outside, but he wants to carry Gormley back to the boat. Oh boy. That's going to be, that's going to be tough on rag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you don't want to just burn it. Burn the witch. Who's That's the witch? what they say. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I kind of feel like uh, she should be laid to rest in the mountains, not in a swamp. That's what Lork thinks. Oh, interesting. We could burn, we could take our asses, though. We could. Is there a Ralph's around here? <laughs> <laughs> it'll, it'll take us. <laughs> it's because we're bereaved doesn't make us saps. <laughs> <laughs> now that we know the distance and we aren't going to be fumbling around for a way out, if we get out of here, okay. Uh, how long would it take us to get back to the boat? Uh, assuming you're, you make it through unmolested three days. Okay, so the body will probably not be in great shape by the time. No, we get it's back. got general posts. Yeah, so for, be, forever, a, even if we leave the Vault of Thorns. Yep, it's a spell. He, he can cast yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, okay, he great. Cast general repose, but that room was also protected by great. an undulant of timelessness that helped even. Then I don't, I don't see a problem. If we get into trouble, we can drop, drop her, her like as, a sack of rocks. as gently as possible. <laughs> Throw her at it. <laughs> <laughs> roll, roll a range. Roll attack. a range attack. How much damage does Gormley's body do? Improvised corpse weapon. Um. Okay, so you, you, you leave there and you cross the bridge, the bridge uh, overlooking the greenhouse, and then you go out to the floral bloom, and you see that the stone men here that you first came into the uh, dimension in is no longer glowing. Oh, no. The portal's closed then? That's what you think. Can so I do a knowledge planes on the portal? Sure. Oh. So we wash the lantern over it and nothing happens? If you wash the lantern over it, it reignites. Ah, okay. Uh, <laughs> that's what we do then. That's what you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, uh, it only lasted for 24 hours. Sweet, so I got another bottle cap. That's two. <laughs> <laughs> Give me back your first one. Uh, yep, so you wash the lantern over again and just whoom, the olive hue comes up again and it's glowing. Okay. I step out with the body of Ben Vereen. And, uh, and I step out with the body of Gormley. I say... Nice sound. I say, uh, <laughs> I turn to our fetchling friend and I say, welcome to Galarian. And then I walk through. <laughs> <laughs> and Della, and then, if you can make it here, and you can make Della, it anywhere. You're standing there in a place that you have been there. You don't even know how long. It's been ages, but I have no way to know because the days never turned. Then, yeah, your sense of time is all over the place. You could have been here two weeks or... 200 years. You're immediately 300 years old and die. <laughs> and you stand in front of this glowing uh, men here that you've seen your new comrades touch and then immediately disappear. And I look back and then I step through the men here. <laughs> and you guys all appear back in the circle of standing stones and you see Ingehild, Nagrimikin, <laughs> uh, just asleep, uh, leaning next to her. Sleeping rock. on her watch? Yeah. She's, al- she's alone. She is alone. Okay. And she's dead. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's dead, Jim. <laughs> Lork uh, will give her a kick. 
a light kick. <laughs> Wake up! <laughs> He's still not very pleased with her since she deca- tried to decapitate him. <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry, I, I, I was resting. I, I don't remember what my voice is like. It's been so many episodes. <laughs> so I'll just go with this. Uh, did, did, did you find what you were looking for? Aye, we did, but we paid dearly for it. What, 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 what happened? I'm holding the bottle. Where is body it? Of Gormley. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. What? Oh, no. Oh, this is horrible. Oh, this is horrible. And you were sure you tell her what happened, and she's just... Oh, yeah, and she lost her brother. I thought we might find him in here or something, and the witches and stuff. But yeah, nothing. But then, well, oh, the witches are probably dead. We I, thought we found them. I, yeah. I, explained, the I explained to her what... Um, What's her name? A wigga looked like when she was a witch and asked if it was anything like uh, what What did the cursing? Her eyes get huge and she's like, that's the witch. Oh, that's oh, awesome. Oh, that that's is awesome. the witch. We must have not killed the entire coven. That was the only one that was remaining. Did you, did you defeat her? No. Well. <laughs> <laughs> she got away. We did defeat her in a way. Uh, She's still alive. She might be still oh, in I there if you want to go in. I with you. I would have loved to struck the killing blow on her for what she did to me and hopefully not to my brother. But you didn't see Umlo in there. Shit. No. We never did the extra perception checks, but I don't think we saw Yeah, I don't think, I don't know what we would have missed. We saw no sign of him and we, we searched the place high and low. I, I ask her, was Umlo... An equivalent level fighter to us. Do you think he had the survival skills we did from what you've seen? Amlo is very strong. I've always looked up to him. Uh, he could uh, cleave a neck of a half orc with one swing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry, too soon. Uh, well, I let her know. As strong as we were, we lost two of our number. And if he was by himself, I don't think the odds would have been good for him. I understand. Well, I, I'm going to stay positive. I, I just believe he's still alive. I can feel it. I can feel he's alive. But anyways, you have your, your mourning, your grieving to do, and a new friend? And Della kind of leans down and gets really close to her and says, You smell really interesting. <laughs> uh, okay, let's, let's... I'm Della. Let's just head back. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we we make for Rag's boat on the River Esk. Would you like to follow us? Do you think maybe your brother might be at Red Lake Fort? If the your captain will have me, uh, my axe is yours. Aye, Rag's a good man. He'll he'll listen to reason. I I I hope my brother's still out there and. I'm, I'm happy to travel with you to the fort and see if we can find him. Um, okay. I take special care along the way to explain to her in Dwarven that no one else can understand, I believe, that, like, Lork's a sweet dude. There are some rough dudes on the boat, but they've actually been fair to us. I tell her the whole story, basically, of what happened. Because she, like, while she was crazy, like, wanted to kill every orc in the world and she's a dwarf she hates orcs I hated orcs I dealt with that so I'm just trying to get her ready to get on a boat full of full of half orcs yeah. sailors <laughs> and a full blooded orc uh, okay good yeah that's that that's helped her she understands and it, you know it also helps you two bond a little bit more um, yeah which is important um, she's unusually optimistic I think she has that sort of 
familiar, like kin sense that, oh, that he lives. Let me sense motive on her for her optimism. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> she strikes her down. She casts Antangle. Detect evil. <laughs> um, and yeah, so you guys start making your way back. And like I said, it'll take three days. That's what it took you, I think, to get here. Yeah. Um, and but- as we walk, Della is just fascinated by this world like even as like dim and murky and scary as ghost like marshes it's just so different from all the other planes that she and her father have been traveling to and from the go and where she spent the past you know however many long she's been there how many long years she's been there and i think galabras is spending the time kind of grilling her on all these different places she's seen uh because that's his jam planes yeah, yeah, or just anything, anything different, any, any kind of, anything about travel, traveling to different places. So she's or, really into telling them to you. She's like, oh, good. she's never been able to talk about this with anyone but her father, who is she hasn't seen for forever. Right. The uh, first day, you make it, you know, x amount of miles through. Uh, you camp out for the night, and uh, everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, I could just hear in his tone of voice where this is going. <laughs> Second night, you uh, make it through the night, camp out, everything's fine. And then on your final <laughs> night to get back to the boat, you are accosted by our first random encounter. Oh! oh. First ever. First ever random encounter. Whoa. Wow. What's that? What is that? Skid, tell us about <laughs> random encounters. Skid's got something to do. It is time for Random encounters are encounters that are random. Right. <laughs> That's it. They're not. They're no. not pre-scripted. Uh, usually, roll on a table um, in whatever whatever you're doing. Is and you roll your dice and see if anything shows up or nothing shows up. And in this case, something showed up. Yeah. Yep. So you usually like a lot of the encounters. Obviously, that we play are story based. It's like you're moving through the plot. But then sometimes when you're traveling over the wilderness for a long time, the GM can roll randomly and see if something shows up. And random encounters seem like a way bigger thing in. Or like way like first edition AD and D, they were like half of whatever you ended up. Playing yeah, because I think they like didn't. Because well, I didn't think they. I think they didn't write so many plot based encounters. No, back no, then. no. It was no, like, they never. They didn't write in adventures like this. Right. They let the, the GM part. sort of like generate as you went. And they give you yeah. ideas. Yeah, for yeah. random encounters, yeah. yeah. And so on, you actually rolled on like, your journey here. I rolled every single. You rolled night. the first night. Yep. Uh, like when you left the keelboat, you guys made it all the way there and never got. It was like a thirty percent chance of a random encounter. Oh, okay. So I said, all right. Well, I'll see what happens with the three days back. First day fine. Second day back fine. Roll a nineteen on the third day. Ah, oh, okay. So you get a random encounter. So you're rolling against our random encounter AC, basically. <laughs> <laughs> basically. Uh, so, yes, you come to a fork. You are within Ooh. a day's, uh, within a few hours of getting back to the keelboat, you would think. And you come to this 
uh, water, like waterway, basically. So you're on one tract of land, and then what lies before you is this, like, you know, the the the, the uh, swamp is breaking up again. So you know you're getting closer to the shore. Because remember when you guys got off, it was like little islands. That's where you fought the hydra. Right, right, right. Well, similar to that, it's starting to break up again the closer you get to the water. So there are basically three chunks of land. You're on one of them. And then there's this waterway uh, running through it. Make sense? Looks like a command and conquer map from like it the does. early 90s. <laughs> where's, and where's Inga? Remember, uh, oh yeah, I have uh, Inga's with you. Inga Hild. Um, now remember, the water, if you're walking through it, counts as deep bog. So you get cover, but it costs four squares of movement to move in and out of it. Place yourselves uh, on this uh, thing on this tract of land, anywhere you'd like to be, but like, you guys are all walking together. So, don't, you can't be like one guy way back here. <laughs> I was just waiting to see. Uh, just put uh, Inga and I next to each other, because we'll still be talking. And I'm probably Inga. next to Della. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Lork and Bear Naked. What's his name? Bear, <laughs> bear, 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 Barry Connick Barry Jr. Connick Barry Jr. Connick Jr. are Jr. standing in front. Della and Galabras behind him, and Inga Hilden Baron behind them. As you guys get, oh boy, to this clearing, uh, you see, you know, you've been you've been walking through these bogs before. It's not anything different, but in front of you, the water starts to bubble. Oh no, water-based stuff. Ugh. Starts to bubble, and the mud and the swamp start to coalesce and form a huge mud elemental. Oh, a no. mud elemental! Wow, a huge mud elemental. I have never oh, heard of this. God. I don't have the pawn for it, but uh, that's what it looks like. Wow. Check out the tumbler. Whoa! It is an enormous mud creature. Oh, I have Jesus. never heard of that. And it is. Badass. Oh, no. Roll for initiative. All right. Oh, crap. Let's get our groove back, huh? You guys have had some tough combats. Don't let this kill one of you. <laughs> oh, please, Lork. Don't, let, don't fumble. <sighs> oh, Lork. <laughs> and Inga. I gotta say, my confidence isn't terribly high. Inga is uh, helping with the combat. There we go. There Holy we go. Cow. Wait, actually, uh, we should have been spellcrafting the great sword on each of our three oh, days. Oh, the great sword! <laughs> Would you mind if? Thank we... you, Matthew. <laughs> All Good right. Call. Assuming Galabras gave you a bit of luck, you would have what six opportunities or yes. four opportunities? Four. This is the third day, unless right. we did it right. But uh, let's just say let's, let's say that. four. So four d twenties. Nope. <laughs> oh, come on. Okay, there we go. Twenty-five. Got it. <laughs> All right. What is it? It is a, oh, this is fun. Yay! <laughs> it is a weapon called Gorham's Thorn. Do you know I would? I was literally thinking about calling it that when I didn't know what it was. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I almost called it the uh, Vault of Thorns Longsword, and then I was like, I should just call it the Thorn Longsword. And then I was like, but it's got Gorham on it. I would call it Gorham's Thorn Longsword. No joke. Like awesome. when I was like, I didn't have a name for it. I'm going to tell you the story of this weapon, and you're going <laughs> to lose your shit. Oh, oh yeah? <laughs> The orcs of Belkson are no strangers to fighting giants, and orc priests of Gorham created a weapon called Gorham's Thorn for their faithful warriors to use against giant-sized foes. Holy shit. So this shit. shit was made by orc priests. Oh, wow. 
The druids of the Council of Thorns captured one of these weapons in a battle with the orcs and placed it within the Vault of Thorns to study it in hopes of creating their own version of Gorm's Thorn to use against the orcs. This forge blackened plus one keen greatsword. Oh my god! Oh my god. It's so much better than the falchion, it's ridiculous. It's festooned with religious iconography depicting glorious images of the Lord in Iron. (laughs) If Gorham is the wielder's patron. Dude, literally, did you ever tell me to take Gorham? No, you picked Gorham. Yeah, I just picked Gorham. Holy shit. I am so glad I failed in my attempts to convert you to Desna Worthy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, if, uh, if Gorm is just such a huge half orc god that I read about it, and I was like, well, who else is he going to take? Like, an angry battle god. He's a half orc. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> if Gorm is the wielder's patron, Gorm's thorn gains an additional ability. When the wielder confirms a crit against any creature with the giant subtype, he can attempt to trip that target as a free action without provoking an attack of <laughs> trip opportunity. Trip a giant? Wow. And ignoring any size restrictions related to the target. Wow. Oh my crap. god. The only catch is, if the trip attempt fails by 10 or more, the wielder is knocked prone. Ooh. Oh. Well, I'll take that risk. But I mean, like, so you're gonna have You could trip a giant! Like yeah, a, yeah. A huge giant you could trip, but if you fail by 10 or more, you fall in the process. Right, but the risk-reward is so, I mean, And that's like, when you crit, and it's a plus one keen greatsword. Have we talked, <laughs> yeah, to, we yeah. mentioned keen, but I don't think we- We've it, never actually explained it. Yeah. Uh, do you wanna- uh, Yeah, because I can actually do this to my scimitar as well. Nerd hey, let, let yeah. Matthew do it. Let yeah. Matthew do Matthew, it. Matthew, you do it. But, oh, oh okay. <laughs> Matthew's got some to do. It is Matthew. Keen. Keen edition. A keen edition. <laughs> so keening. No, so as far as I can tell, keening expands the crit range of a weapon. Right? right? Doubles, doubles it. it, right? So if you're so if, like for example, my scimitar crits 18 to 20, so it's a crit range of three. So if I were to use my arcane pool to to keen it, it would get a crit range of 15 to 20. Meaning if you rolled a natural 15, it's a critical threat. It makes crits happen all the time. Right. Uh, but, so, but a great sword ordinarily crits on 1920? Right, so now it's 17 to 20. Holy so shit. if you roll a 17, 18, 19, 20, and you have a plus one to hit and damage, because it's also a plus one longsword, right. you will crit now. Critical threat. 18, 19, yeah. right. Critical threat, right. Oh, but long. here's the other thing, though. Here's the other thing, though. If you're fighting, like, a super powerful opponent, right, like, like almost like that creature that we fought in, in the Vault of Thorns, if you roll a 17 and it doesn't result in a hit on their AC, it is a miss. Oh. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. have to roll, still have oh, to roll okay. a natural 20 to mean it always hits no matter what the AC is. Oh, I didn't know so, that. So if, you, if I roll a natural 17, I still have to tell you what the AC hit is if we're fighting some ridiculous giant. Like right. I still have to tell you the AC hit because it could still miss if it's that powerful. Oh, that's creature. interesting. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, um, only, or, a natural, or, only a natural 20 ever is an automatic hit. Right, so, no oh what yeah, you know what, you know what the easier way to explain it is? Like, what if Lork is sickened, or he's blinded, or he has these all these disadvantages? If I roll a 17 in my, and it's like 23, and you're like, that's a miss, then it's a miss. It does not crit. It's wow. not even a threat. You, you know? don't even roll to confirm, yeah. But, you know, most of the time it's going to be pretty awesome. So the Falchion was 18 to 20, so I was super excited about that. And then it was just like, I got this great sword, which does much more damage. So I'm like, sweet. Yeah. But I lose out on the crit range 
And now you nope. Not. Turns out I gain nope. <laughs> damage and crit range. Is it, is it 2d6? 2d6 damage. Plus for your a great strength. Sword. Plus, Plus your strength. strength. Awesome. Plus yeah. 1.5 times your strength if you dual wield. Plus 1.5. Plus one for the, 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 the magic. magic. I was thinking about this the second you started crying about not getting a plus one falchion when you beat <laughs> Tarksage. You, like, you read will ahead? You just, will you just wait? It's <laughs> <laughs> so, an amazing weapon made specifically for your character. <laughs> So just to be clear, uh, people have said longsword, greatsword. It's definitely a greatsword. It. You, you guys have both said both. So I just what have I said? No, no, it's it's greatsword. Great you You've both said longsword and greatsword. So I'm just double. You said greatsword initially. That's I said greatsword initially. I hope I was right. Or if this is going to be another red leg fork. Oh, that incident. would that would be a huge difference. In uh, greatsword. Yeah. Good. Okay. Much better. Much That's awesome. better. Um, Which but, you can only wield two-handed, right? Correct. And if anybody needs help uh, expanding a crit range, it's a guy who rolls ones more than anybody else. Uh, although right. Matthew's been stepping in to try and take that crown. As it's just fault. Like I said, <laughs> guys, it's a very guys, traceable source. Let's just focus and get killed by this mud elemental. <laughs> right, right, right. Guys, guys, you're both terrible. <laughs> so let's just play. Uh, all right, let's talk about initiative. You got Inga double-wielding. Uh, and you've got a pretty dangerous... Let me make this clear. This is an extremely dangerous creature. I rolled to see what kind of creature it would be, and this is one, it was of, random. one of the hardest ones. Who got over 20? 20, 21. 25 for, for Della. Whoa! 21 for Baron, 25 for Della. 20 for Lork. Oh, Lork and old Conic. And Gel? 18. Oh, wow. Yeah. Holy a bunch shit. of high initiatives. Wow, Inga rolled a 14, so she is uh, going last... Round one, huge mud, mud elemental, Della, and I will tell you, uh, it's it's you guys, it's going to threaten a lot of different spaces because of its size. Yeah, um, it has a fifteen foot reach. Oh, damn! So is, am I threatened now? <laughs> well, it, no, no you not. guys walked in, it came out of the mud. So that means it threatens twenty feet all around it. Um. Okay. <laughs> So, first things first, Della's going to cast Cat's Grace on herself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and then, let's see what happens with a little magic missile action. Oh, magic missile. What? Spell resistance? Uh, negative. Wait, you cast... Magic missile and oh, cat's I grace. Cannot. Nope, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're I was just putting that together. <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, cat's, cat's grace, and can I do a knowledge check? <laughs> you sound like one of Troy's bosses. <laughs> <laughs> can I do a knowledge check to see if I know anything about it? Uh, sure, it's going to be knowledge... Uh, local. Outsider. I am uh, a planes. Knowledge planes. Do you know anything about planes, Della? In fact... Well, not about this. <laughs> <laughs> As it turns out. Uh, and I'm currently outside of its range, right? No. Nope. Nope. Can't move. Or you're going to provoke. Unless you want to try. A, I'm going to take a five foot step back. Okay. Uh, backing up. Five foot step. Yep. Okay. The party is all pretty much clumped together, less than 20 feet away from this thing. And it is Baron's turn. Baron's going to five foot step back and rapid shot. All right, Baron. Oh. With my arm, with my gun training, that is not a misfire. Just this level. Roll, not a misfire. Roll the two. Oh, not a misfire. So it, it would have been a misfire if it was up close and deadly, right? 
No, it Is wouldn't that, have been. It would have been a misfire if I had used alchemical cartridges to reload. But uh, since we've been on the road for four days, I only use alchemical cartridges if I'm in, in like dire circumstances. If I need to, if I need to free reload. There nice. you go. Uh, Twenty against touch AC. That is a hit. Eight points of damage. Okay. See the bullet just... Pier- <laughs> piercing and bludgeoning. You're like, man, I don't think that did the damage I wanted it to do. <laughs> oh, no. And now it's its turn. Oh, jeez. Uh, oh, what should we do here? <laughs> Who's up front there? Oh, who do you think? All uh, right, Lord, get going down, buddy. Old Lord Ironclad. Going to do a couple of slams. Power attack slams. Never. The damage is monstrous. I just wanted to swing my sword one time. <laughs> 20, 20 to hit. Uh, that is a hit. Did you wear that plus one uh, breastplate? Oh. It's still a hit. But I, I did not wear that yet. I should wear that. 18 points of damage on the first hit. That's no good. Natty 19 on the second roll. Damn it. Slams down again. 17 points of damage. And you need to roll a... uh, It's like I'm already just getting out of it again. Like already getting out of the combat. It's insane. Lork, you need to roll a very high DC and fortitude save. fail. You are covered in mud and you can't move. So you basically gain the entangled condition. Um, Which we've dealt with a lot but, lately. But, but he's not connected to the monster. It just like left a glob of clay. So this is like Clayface from the Batman animated exactly, series. Exactly. Exactly. I love it. I hate it, but it's a cool monster. Um, I will tell you this. If you get hit by that again, you will be made completely helpless. Just covered in mud. Uh, if you fail a second fortitude save against it. I think that's uh That's uh So it's a it's a save, there's no chance to like break out though with entanglement. It's all fortitude based? Uh no, I, I, I you get a I think you can I think you can get out of it like you normally can entanglement. Strength check it. Oh, okay, cool. Um which is good for Lork, but uh, bad if he gets hit again. Now that's all it can do, and it's Lork's turn. So right now you're entangled in mud. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's absolutely, once again, nothing I can do. So uh, I will attempt to break out of it, I guess. I mean, it's the only thing that makes any sense. Um, I mean, I, I also go into a rage, by the way. Oh, yeah. Uh, All because um, it hits you below half? Uh, yeah, in, in one round. An entangled creature can make a strength check as a full round action. Uh, to break free. Oh, boy. Um, I can make a strength check as a... F- it doesn't matter. That's what's so crazy is I break out of it and he's still just standing there and smashing away at me. Uh, whatever. Doesn't I mean, matter. unless it has another target to hit. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, okay, so <laughs> strength check? Yeah. And is is it passable? Uh, sure. <laughs> uh, You're uh, raging. Yeah, I, I am raging. Uh, raging. <laughs> but Joe is rolling, so. Yep, fail. <laughs> and there go the dice. He just threw, <laughs> flung his dice. Uh, okay, and it is now 
Uh, Barry Connick Jr.'s turn. Stay. <laughs> I think with the mud in your mouth, it's like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Galabras. Uh, I'm going to take a five foot step back and cast Spiritual Hammer. Nice. Oh, baby. Blue glowing hammer of Uskroth appears behind or next to a worry, but. And uh, behind him. Okay. And it attacks uh, 18. Miss. Can I tell you my dream for this combat for you, Galabras? Sure. Sure. Gary, the celestial dolphin, shows up at our darkest (laughs) hour to turn the tide of battle against a level 20 mud golem. Wow, that's a great idea. I I think I can make that happen. (laughs) All right. uh, It just gets murdered immediately. (laughs) It is uh, Inga's turn, and she is... Man, she is far away. Five. Well, she's fifteen feet away, so she's gonna have to make a attack. uh, Excuse me, she's gonna have to make acrobatics checks to try and get through there, and she does not have acrobatics, so she's going to fire her uh, bow. First attack, natty nineteen. Yeah, hits and does uh, no damage. Second attack. Uh, misses. Round two. Uh, Della, what you gonna do? Magic missile. Magic missile. There you magic go. Missile. Uh, it's ten points of damage. Doom, 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 doom. What was that, four missiles? Four missiles. Shoot out, out of each of my fingertips. Alright, all that damage went through. And now it is Baron's turn. Uh, Baron is gonna fire him twice from the depths of hell. <laughs> You're in the depths of hell? Uh, what it feels like getting out of one combat that killed us all into another. Is Inga up there with it? I uh, know Inga didn't want to provoke, so it, she just shot, shot with the bow. twice with her bow, yeah. 28 against that, JC. That is a hit. Eight points of damage. Same situation as before. 27 against such a That's nice. a hit. Oh, he's firing now. Baron's back. Minimum damage, six points. Oh, oh boy. Not not many, not much damage at all. You can tell this thing has DR. All right. It is its turn. It uh, moves up through the water. And attempts to attack uh, Ingehild with a slam. Uh, 19 to hit. Hits her. Oh boy. We hardly knew you. This is going to be rough on old Inga. <laughs> Inga takes 22 points of damage. Oh, oh my crap. God. And now she's got to roll a fortitude save. This is a, a, a dwarf, so she's got a little, little bit better fortitude action, and she fails. Oh, God. <laughs> oh my God. Um, even with the plus two, yeah. So uh, Ingahild is now entangled. And it is Lork's turn. You are still He's like locked in. Inches away from the body of this thing based on how the battle is now. It'd be pretty scary. Uh uh. I, 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 I guess I'll just try to break out again. Okay. Well can't can you just attack it from where you are? Can I? Is that is, can I act normally? Yeah, you're entangled. I take it, just take a minus two to hit. Yeah, minus two to hit. Yeah, absolutely. You just um, run the risk of well, it you attacking you a, again and being completely helpless. There's a dex 
penalty as well. If Lork can swing at this thing, he's going to swing at it, and he's going to do a power attack. Go for it. Because he's got to cut through that DR. Uh, With a new Gorham's Thorn. All right, come on. Blessings of Gorham. Come on. Come on. Oh, my God. It's impossible. Are you kidding? Are you kidding? People are going to think we're making this up. This is Oh my! I've never one seen on the die like this. One on the oh my side. god! <laughs> this is the life I live uh, every day. Every day I get up and I live me. In the words of Joe, why do we even play? Why do we even play? <laughs> Some, I get up? Sometimes you wonder, man. Me. Oh, oh my! F- oh my god! It's so heartbreaking. Oh no! Oh no! Do you attack? I your have companion? to attack the bear, and it's a critical threat. Oh. Oh no! Oh no! So you basically oh go to swing it and you whip around and hit Barry Connick Jr. This is making me sick. This makes me sick! Oh my god, what if you kill it? So I have to confirm. You're gonna crit oh, the no. bear with a magical greatsword! No. It's already a hit. This is just to confirm the critical. Here comes a natural 20, by the way. <laughs> uh, 18. Oh yeah, well, I know my character's AC. <laughs> That's, your character. That's a confirmed Can you critical. bolster the companion? <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. No, I absolutely can. <laughs> Against your like, own. Oh, don't, don't get out of the way. Fuck that. <laughs> so you right, just so, oh, actually, 18, no. It's a, it's a miss. Oh, oh awesome. Because ah. I bolster his AC by four. So 18 is a miss if I do that. Well, it's still a hit. You just didn't confirm yes, the crit. Yes, yes. It is. <laughs> oh, it's 2d6 plus 14. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Because <laughs> it's a power attack. Raging. A raging, raging power, power attack. Oh Oh my god. Oh, could could be worse. Lost his 18 son. points of damage. Oh my to Lord. my own animal companion. When you're not critting yourself, you're critting your best friend. <laughs> this is so awful. But it's half, right? Isn't that half? Half damage? Yeah. Uh, bolster? Oh. Right. Yeah. yeah right? Yeah, because a bolster companion increases his AC by four. And then if it's and still, if it hits, still hits, you, get... you take half damage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right. it's only nine. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that's that, could've, that definitely could have been <laughs> <laughs> All right, what is uh, Barry Connick Jr. going to do? I'm assume attack you. Yeah, he attacks right. me. <laughs> uh, Rolled a bite. God. Um, you know, he can't. I mean, he can't do anything. That's He just can't get to the mud creature because the, it's only river between. Oh, wait, you said it was swamp. So it's not like he can stand in it. Can he stand in it and attack? Four squares of movement to get into it. But yeah, 20 feet of movement. So he can yeah. take a five-foot step into it. Absolutely. So he'll step up uh, and do it. Yeah. I mean, it's not a five-foot step, so that's an attack. it, it would provoke. Right? Yeah, to get into there is going to provoke. Yeah. Uh, you okay with that? Uh, no, I'm okay. not. I'm just going to tell him to stay. Okay. So I'm not going to tell him to attack. Uh, Galabras. You're seeing all this go down. It does not Jeez, look good. Jeez, man. I just cut him open. My own companion. NHL. John, 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 John. John, John, John. Hey, oh, by any chance, does this creature uh, have a giant subtype? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, so I go big, and I can take a five-foot step and attack. Ah, okay. Two-handed. So Galabras is big and in charge with a magical weapon. Nope. <laughs> <And> just, <laughs> nope. Nope. Oh God. Ingahild will Oh Lord. Ingahild will attempt to uh get out and she fails. That is gonna be really bad for her. It's tough. Round wait, three. Can't she still shoot her bow? Oh wait, my or uh, her arrow. My She's spiritual hammer. hammer. Your hammer. Yes, spiritual hammer. Spiritual weapon. Oh fuck this fucking 
nice tray is a piece of crap. <laughs> it's, uh, like at a t- it's at an angle, and so I was rolling it, and it keeps like rolling downhill. <laughs> and it was like, oh, 14, oh, 17, three, two, oh, four. Fuck. <laughs> so it was a hit? <laughs> no, it's a four. It's a four hit. If you add all those numbers together, though, that's yeah. If I add, can I add them together? That's the rule, right? It's a thirty-four. Uh, no, Ingehild used her full run action to try and escape and failed. And now it is Della's turn. Can I try another knowledge check on this, or is that not how the rules nope, work? Only one. Yeah. Um, does it appear to have eyes? Uh, yeah. I mean, you can kind of see a face in there, but it's really hard to tell. All right. Uh, are you gonna hex it? Your weapon is going to have the best chance. I know. Now I just got to find a way to get in at it. You know, acrobatics in there. Well, I have to get. Oh, I can. I guess I can move through Ingehild Square. Just going to be covered in mud in two seconds. Yeah. All right. I'm going to do it. I'm going to move around and come at him from the other side, so I don't have to go in the water. As I go, I'm going to spend an arcana point, arcane pool point, to. uh, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not understanding what you're doing. How are you? There's getting? there's a million threatened squares. Like, you, oh, I'm gonna have to roll acrobatics checks. The most I'm going around. The and best then, way for you to get there, and still, if you want to attack, that's water. I'd have to go in the water though, so I'd have to. I I wouldn't have the movement speed to get there. So can I go around out of its out and of this its range? Thing is threatening, all the way to here. So you can you can go through twenty feet. You can go through my square. That's what I was thinking. I think the only move you can make right now without doing acrobatics check is backwards. So if I go around and then come in and take two, yeah, acrobatics you would have to make you would have to make three acrobatics checks, but to get right up to it, and you'd right. be moving at half speed. Well, hold on. Case. Keep in mind, he only has to make an acrobatics check to avoid an attack of opportunity, which means you have to take an attack of opportunity for him to avoid it. Correct. So and he doesn't so, have combat reflexes. So if he passes the first one and you and you take it, so you can say, all right, he moves one square. Mm-hmm. Are you going to take an attack of opportunity? Oh, right. Of course you will. Okay, so you roll to avoid it. Uh, 24. CMD. Failed. Holy crap. It has an enormous CMD. Yeah. Uh, Okay. And it goes uh, slamming down at you uh, and hits with a 17 on the die. (laughs) Uh, Oh, boy. 21 points of damage. Just boom, mud fist. Uh, This is brutal. That's, but, that stops all movement, I'm guessing? Uh, no, you can now continue to move. Because it doesn't add that but extra. But it has combat reflexes. Right. I don't, I don't think I don't think. Do you want to move another one? I don't think it'll have them. Matthew? I'm going to try it. All right. Della steps up. Nothing. Yeah. Okay. So now you can get within so range. You so took I'm the in, beating, but now you're in there. So as I'm approaching, I'm going to spend an arcane point for my arcana pool. Okay. To add shock to my flaming scimitar. Oh, so it's shock! Flaming and shocking. Yeah. Whoa. Uh, all right. Whoa. And I'm going to spend another arcane point to give myself plus three on the Well, attack. you better make it count because I forgot to try and entrap you with the mud. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> if you add an arcane point, that's a swift action. No matter what I do? Yeah. yeah. So you can't do another swift action in a round. Yes, yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay, so no plus three. Okay, <laughs> it can't. Be it's a so fun. It's it so can't fun be a one to play a character who fights in melee. It's twelve. It is. Isn't it one. miserable? Welcome to my world. Twelve to hit. <laughs> twelve does not hit. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> we just need some good rolls. We have rolled so badly. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. Uh, Baron, you're up. Sorry, I'm eating pretzels. <laughs> Damn it, Baron. This is why you're dying. <laughs> That's why the party's dying. You guys know what I'm going to do. 
<laughs> I'm close, Jelly. Oh, you rolled an 18. 27 against touch. Yep. See, Roll for damage. Oh. That is seven points of damage. Oof. This time I'm going to get up close and deadly. Baron, you're not, you're not hurting it at all. With that last one. Gonna give it. It's just barely doing any damage. Just chip, chip, chipping away. Well, someone's got to do it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've not heard that. Them, Bork heard that. Them's fighting words. <laughs> oh, there you go. Uh, so that is a 26. That would have been two that crits for Lork. <laughs> give me that die. <laughs> you want the belt too? Is that enough for you? <laughs> That oh. is uh, 13 points of damage. Oh, nice. okay. Now, now we're talking. The belt would have been wasted on Lork. <laughs> you need a belt to let you roll higher. You're I know, I know. <laughs> belt of plus five to all rolls. <laughs> it is now going to do cleave. Oh, oh, God. But it possesses the feat Great Cleave. Oh, so it just keeps going and It just going keeps trying going. to hit everybody. So once it hits, if it hits its first person, it gets a free attack against every adjacent character within its threat range, yeah. which is everyone except Baron. <laughs> uh, this could be really, really bad, because yeah, we may have to run. if you guys fail your fortitude saves, you'll all be entrapped. Right. Oh, yeah, we can't run. This is, this is rough. Uh, okay. It's going to make one, now, you should also know with Cleave, its AC does go down for a round of using Cleave, and it can only do this one attack. If this attack hits, it will attack all of you. And it is going. Well, no, it's a, it's like a chain, I think. So yeah, you have to It'll roll stop each if it hit. Misses anybody? Yeah. Oh, it stops if you miss. Yeah, you yeah, get a yeah. free attack on each one, but each one you have to roll for. Right. I see. So it's cha- as long as it keeps hitting, it keeps going. What do you think right. you're playing, man, Diablo? Get out of here! <laughs> get the fuck out of here! Okay, here it goes. It's going after Lork. Oh, so he's okay. Twenty-three to hit. Damn! Oh, fuck. Damn it! Uh, uh, oh boy, you're gonna take 21 points of damage. Oh God! And you need to roll a fortitude save or you will be completely helpless. Co- like, just completely covered in mud. I, I, I can't even begin. We should've just ran. Should've oh my ran. God, that was amazing. I rolled the die and it flopped onto another die. Landed on top of it, completely evenly. With a natural 15. Oh wow. <laughs> Whoa, so what's a fortitude save? So that's 22. You... I'll tell you right now, you just barely made it. That's how fucking brutal this thing is. Jesus. Um, So you do not become helpless, um, but you know that you've got to get the hell out of there. Oh no! I mean, I'm gonna. Yeah, I have five hit points, uh, and I'm I'm already raging. So when I go out of that, I'm negative Uh, five. Shapers. All right. Well, now it's just gonna. But I have. But but I'm already stuck. So it's like Uh, this hit will be on uh, Barry. No, excuse me. On uh, Ingo, Giant right? Galabras. Oh. Uh, 16 on the die. Hits for, oh, rather 22 points of damage. Ooh, 17 points of damage. And now <laughs> Giant Galabras has to roll a fortitude save. All right. Uh, uh, 19? Made it. Yeah. Made it. Okay, next attack is Della. Uh, 23 or something. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Uh, right across. Doof, 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 doof. Nine, 22 points of damage as well, and you need to roll a fortitude save. This thing is just... Boom, boom, boom. Are we lagging behind in level or something? I know, seriously. Like, <laughs> Did we miss like a bunch of experience points somewhere? Uh, 24 on the fortitude save. Oh, you're great. Okay, so you're not entangled. So right now, Lork is the only one. Uh, Lork and Galabras. No, excuse Galabras, you passed. Uh, yeah, so passed. Lork is yeah, the only one that's entangled. Lork is going to be like, run! Next well, attack is on Ingehill. You must flee! If I get out of range, I can magic missile it some more. But You must run. 
uh, hits Ingehild for 23 points of damage. Oh, Ingehild is down to 10 hit points. Wait, to be fair, I do believe, it, it, is, it only, is it only in your threat range? For Cleave, they, they don't have to be adjacent? Adjacent uh, to each other. They don't have to be adjacent to you? I, I don't believe so. I think okay. it's as long as within your range. And then the last one will be on Barry Connick Jr. Oh, no, no, oh, no, no, no. It no, can't no, start no. back. It, can't, it has to it go, like, go back. Oh, okay. It's all in one direction. Fair enough. I was just being nice by waiting for him till the end. But So it just hit every single one of you for almost 20 points of damage each. Lork, you're up. And you um, know, Lork that it has already used its attack of opportunity. Right. From Della. Um, right, because you got into position this yep. round. Um, this I'm, is round three. This is insane. This is a random encounter. You act like you're surprised. Okay. Lurk is going to say, run! You must all flee! We cannot face this foe! And uh, he is going to attack it. He's, he's not going to take a full attack, a full action to try to break out. Jeepers. He's going to try to swing power attack. If you go thing. unconscious, will you die? Yes. 100%. But he tells everyone to run away, and he's going to try to take its attention. And it's so much more valuable if he swings at it with his power attack with this amazing sword. And I'm so mad that I'm going to die and never get to use this awesome sword. Uh, oh! 23 to hit power attack. Uh, hit. Is Don't forget, a, it's is AC that a, is, is lower. Is that a crit? No, it was a natty 16. Natty oh, 17 would have been a hit. Oh, come on. Uh, All right, that was a power attack, right? So close, yeah, power yeah, attack. Raging power attack. Raging power attack. 24 points of Woo! damage. Oh, did you roll boxcars? Oh, no, 16 for, wow, 24 points 24 of damage. 24 points with a, ma- with a magical weapon, if that does anything. Oh, probably. boy, it is below half. <sighs> well, that was his last. That was his last uh, hurrah. So everybody, run! Please run! Uh, Please run! It is now seriously. I'm not Barry Connick Jr.'s turn. Uh, I tell him to run. You tell Barry Connick Jr. Yeah. to so I'm, flee. I'm going to push him to flee. Uh, and I, uh, I don't know. He doesn't know that trick. So I got to get a 14 on the die. I uh, fail. So Barry Connick Jr. just stays there. Yeah. Uh, Confused. What are you saying? I don't understand what you're saying. Your mouth is full of mud. Ooh. Uh by the way, I, I, I... God, now I can do 24 points of damage and I'm gonna die! Oh. <laughs> right when I get it. I forgot to roll Inga Hill's uh, fortitude save, but she saved, so she is not helpless. Okay. Um, which means she will be able to act in this round if she chooses uh, to, like, shoot instead of try and break the entangle. Galabras. You see, Lork is probably gonna die if he falls out of his rage. Yeah. Everybody just got crunched, including yourself. Uh... Flee! I'm... Run! <laughs> I'm serious. It's like, this is the DR, the, the reach, the cleave. I'm going to go back 30 feet and um, channel. Galabra steps back. Uh, seven points. Does that provoke? Oh, he doesn't provoke because it already used. It, yeah, it already anyway. used, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So Galabra backs out. Giant Galabra. Uh, oh, now. and the hammer. And the hammer, yes. 18. 18 hits because its AC is lowered. Nice. As a cleave. When you use cleave, you leave yourself open. Right. Uh, five points of force damage. So that Boom, cuts through. shakalaka. <sighs> and your magical weapon also cut through. Uh, okay, it is Ingehild's turn. What the hell can Ingehild? She can shoot straight through Della. It's going to be, uh, it's going to give it plus two to its AC, right? Well, she can also, uh, she's entangled. She can also hold. And ready for when Della gets out of the way. Della might not get out of the way. 
Right. Well, Della can take a five-foot step. But either way, she can hold. Yeah, so Ingehild's going to hold, look for a clear shot, because then she can do two shots. You're not going to flee? If, I, I would incur an attack of opportunity if I did. No. She, the attack it's of opportunities a, are done. No, it's, it's a, a new, new round rounds. when I go. Oh, that's the top of the room. And if I if I try to if she hits me on the attack opportunity, I'm da- I'm down. So I've got to try to do magical damage and see what I can do. Yeah, that's the only option. And You're not t- wrong. If I stay, if I'm alive, I'll take a five foot step. Critical. God, Time she to get critical. just get unentangled. She can do four attacks on this thing. She's got a dwarven war axe in one hand, a hand axe in the other, but she fucking untangled. She it takes a round to I'm get I'm sorry, up. she doesn't have a quick draw, so she wouldn't be able to do that it's in all, the next round. It's all these, uh, <laughs> these conditions. They're so brutal. Yeah, it, it, yeah. yeah handicaps you. Del, uh, Della, you're up. I'm, Della's going to swing with the, with the scimitar, the flaming, icy scimitar. Are you going to take a five-foot step and move out of Inga's way, or are you going to stay? I'm going to do that after. Ah, okay. So swinging your flaming scimitar. Natural 20. Oh! I knew it. Oh, I- that is minimum maximum damage across all types of damage. All right, baby. Roll to confirm. Oh, come on, do it. 14 to confirm. You might be better off. Yeah, you might be better off. Because that's max with all the specials and everything. Yeah, so it's six fire and six frost. It's six fire and six frost. Oh, and that all cuts through DR. And then a magic weapon. You and then roll. It's a magic weapon. And so then roll, roll your your attack damage. No, no, just, no, no, no. Just max, max damage. Max. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so it will be twelve attack damage. And magic then, weapon. And then another twelve, and another 12 energy 12 damage between fire, fire and, and frost. Ice. So twenty-four total damage. Yeah. yeah. Actually, it's it's electricity. It's electricity and fire. Well, it is not immune to those, so that all goes through. Yeah. Oh. Twenty-four points of damage. She's like. <laughs> Do you step out of <laughs> She's not dead? Oh, come on. This is not dead. Five if foot you step out of the way, you might have just, maybe Inga Five foot it. step. Five foot step, Inga Hild now acts. Come on, Inga. Come on, come on Inga. And come then it's going to be Baron, and then it's going to be its turn. Oh, shit. Uh, now, its AC stays lowered until its next turn, right? Correct. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, Inga Hild's first shot, plus nine to hit, 20. Yes! Yes! yes. All right. on the die. <laughs> she does max damage. Yes. Nine points of damage. This thing is almost ready to die. Oh, but not quite. Almost ready to Shit. die. I'll tell you right now, it has six hit points left. Oh, okay. fuck. Second attack. Uh, misses on the second uh, attack. Oh, that's what we need. you, Baron. Uh, Baron. Up Baron. close. Up close. Baron! 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 Put it all on the line. Baron. Put it all on the Baron! line. Baron! I haven't seen a man die like you since Wilt Chamberlain. And I'm going to shoot him. He's tall. They're tall. They're tall. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Yeah. Let me roll the damage. Yep. You got to roll at least 11 damage. That is uh, 14 damage. And it dies. Oh, amazing. Boom. Uh, amazing. Boom. Oh, wow. my God. Wow. Oh, my God. I guess there's no such thing as a random encounter. Oh. Only horrifying, <laughs> terrible encounters. Oh, God. I, I checked the body for gold. Uh. <laughs> I'm just going to say, bottle oh cap, not running, ignoring Lark's advice and doing a critical. Uh, you know what? No. <laughs> <laughs> No, because you did it because you were afraid of the attack of opportunity. That is not. And I, my reasoning was that I could, I could possibly kill it if I stayed. I, I, I think the, I have uh, no problem with people uh, lobbying for bottle caps in this game. Yeah, yeah. You have to do it. I the think the, uh, the crit was. I was at eleven was hit points. Enough. I was at eleven hit points. One hit, I would have been down. Every single one of you 
could have died except Baron. Dude, I had six. Yeah, I had six hit points when I just. So when you come out of your rage now, what happens? Uh, (laughs) I mean, obviously, well, well, he healed. So when I come out of my rage, I have two Two out of sixty-one. Man. Well, I'm sorry. Two out of fifty-one. And you didn't go helpless. None of you went helpless. It was a DC 19 fortitude save to gain entangled, and then if you get hit again, DC 19 to become helpless. And and now. Can we go to the boat? <laughs> I just want to go to the fucking boat, man. I never thought I'd want to be back on that boat. I know. Back on that death trap. <laughs> Wait, can I ask uh, a question? Do we have? Did we have any indication of how much time passed when we emerged from the vault? Yeah, of yeah. I was gonna. Oh, yeah, we would have asked Ingerhild. Ingerhild. She's still there, so I assume yeah, she like, wasn't like. Yeah, she's like. Uh, I mean, uh, three, four days. Uh, so oh, so time oh, passes oh, normally. Okay. okay. So it's not like Flight of the Navigator. Got it. Uh, so you guys battered and bruised. God, my heart is still pounding. <laughs> battered, bruised, beaten, near oh, death. Every single one of you. We never, we, we never accounted for what happened to Gormley's body in that encounter. <laughs> I assume they just dropped her in the mud. Dropped it. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys are battered, beaten, bruised. Everyone's had a near-death experience. Uh, some more than others, two have succumbed to death. And you march through the rest of the swamp. It starts getting much more uh, damp, more waterways, very boggy. And then off in the distance, you see Rag's keelboat. Oh, good. He waited. Devil. He waited. And I just see Lork like walking uh, with Gormley's body. Jolly boat. You know, you can see it right there. And you've got Gormley's body in your hands. And uh, you can see Rag Bloodtusk sort of pacing the deck. And Rag looks out across the water and sees you. And we'll pick it up here next time. That's a good place to stop. Oh, I need a drink. (laughs) 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 One to remember and one to Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now. In the 1970s, John Todd burst onto the evangelical scene with a shocking tale. He claimed to be a former witch involved in a then unheard of secret organization called the Illuminati and urged Christians to prepare for a violent world takeover. First of all, the number one weapon in everybody's home should be a 12-gauge pump shotgun. Hear the amazing story of one of the originators of the modern-day conspiracy theory. From Magnificent Noise and Sony Music Entertainment, this is Cover Up, The Conspiracy Tapes.